This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Meek Mill just texted me. It is time for six rings and football things, ladies and gentle friends. Hello to all the good Pats people and Foxborough faithful. Your old pals, Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Hart. Once again, coming in with the latest and always greatest edition of your favorite Foxborough football program. Today, we're going to be talking about things that Pats management people said in the desert. That's right. The NFL owners meetings 2023 are underway at the lovely Biltmore Hotel in Phoenix, Arizona, just outside where Super Bowl 57 was played. And Andrew, I got to tell you, both coach and owner gave us lots to chew on. We're not talking about just like scraps that we would only eat if we was starving and hadn't been fed for days. We're not even talking about stuff that's just good enough for the dog. We're talking about like brontosaurus bones, big tomahawk ribeyes, food for days. So let us begin with the owner's words, which if you stop and listen amongst the <laughs> birds chirping, it was more than just little Tweety birds telling us things yesterday. Last year, of course, Mr. Kraft did his owner's meetings. Uh, we'll call it uh, availability uh, by a truck that was backing up in a parking lot near a construction site. This year, he does it by a cactus tree with his dog Heisman by his side. Birds chirping. And we begin with uh, a name drop, if you will. Something that didn't even need to be said that set the Pats world, the football world, and the Twitterverse on fire yesterday afternoon. At the tail end of his 10 minutes of remarks, Robert Kraft says he received a text message from rapper Meek Mill, who he struck up a curious friendship with years ago as he lobbied for criminal justice reform to hashtag free Meek Mill. He did. They're buddies now. Robert Kraft does love him a celebrity friend. He loves being relevant. He loves being famous. God bless him for everything he's done for the region and our football team. He says Meek Mill texted him that Lamar Jackson wants to be a Patriot. And then he, he didn't even need to bring this up. Then he could have said, oh, but I texted back. We're very happy with Mac Jones. He doesn't say that. He does mention it. And then he says, and I'll leave that up to Bill. <laughs> oh, Smokes, Andy. I mean, where do you just begin unpacking? Because we'll be here for days. It, well, first of all, I love it. I, I love just adding, injecting life into the offseason. We have sort of gotten through free agency. The draft's still a ways away. And, and these meetings often do, thanks mm -hmm. to Bill and Robert, more Robert than Bill, inject life into the offseason. Uh, Lamar Jackson is the story of the NFL because shortly before Mr. Kraft, sorry, Robert, don't call him Mr. Call him, yep. I shall never again. Yeah, yes, thank you. Although I, I'd like to say I get like a waiver or something. I mean, he was my boss for like 18 years. I think Mr. Mm -hmm. Kraft is respectable, respectful. Anyway, uh, yep. Robert, um, 
that a few hours before he spoke, Lamar Jackson put out his little tweet thread saying he had asked for a trade out of Baltimore, um, mm-hmm. which as of March 2nd. So it, that was three and a half weeks ago. Yeah, it's also unnecessary. You're a free agent. Like you don't need to ask for a trade and the automatic trade of the franchise tag is all, so whatever. Forget that. Um, this it's funny because this is part of the Lamar, I think, promotional tour. You know, this guy, Ken. Ken Francis, whoever the F Ken Francis is, his business partner was reportedly contacting teams illegally because he's not an agent. Mm-hmm. He's not allowed to do so. Mm-hmm. Now you have Lamar going on Twitter. Now you have Robert saying Meek Mill. Like, feels like Lamar is desperate. And I don't know if you'd say the Patriots are desperate, but Lamar is desperate to get some attention, to get some offers, maybe to get out of Baltimore, increase his value. And mm-hmm. a certain portion of Patriot Nation would embrace the idea of Lamar Jackson. Me? It's weird. I've settled in on, I kind of look at Mac Jones and Lamar Jackson as being similar while being on opposite ends of the spectrum. <gasps> that makes no sense, Andy. How can they be We're similar? similar but different. different. All right. I'm going to go ahead and do what a host should do at this point. Please explain. So I think the similar part is, I don't think either is going to win the Super Bowl. I think the different part would be the entertainment value. I think Mac is and the marketing cool. and relevance popularity yeah, stratospheric no, like, value. Yeah. Stuff that doesn't matter. All the right, stuff because, that doesn't matter. Yeah, because Mac Jones had a top 10 selling jersey his rookie season 2021, because they got off to a hot start, or at least they look sharp, they look competent. He looked every bit the part of a top uh upper half of the first round draft pick, new franchise quarterback, you know, held held his own in games against Dallas. And then of course in Brady's return, he was heralded as the new champion. Then things kind of ground to a halt. Rookie wall. Team's not as good as we thought they were. This is all 2022 absolute dumpster fire and shit show on ice. Hey, hey, hey. It's all right. You've done the same. Come on. Don't please. Uh, Calling 2022 anything less than a shit show is doing it a disservice. Experiment. Robert called it an experiment. Okay. Well, some certain experiments go awry and they make their way from experiment to hypothesis to theory to shit show. But we didn't even get a good experiment. Like the Incredible Hulk was a good experiment. You're like, holy crap, we can't control it, but that's really cool and awesome. Mm-hmm. We got like, you mix the baking soda and the vinegar and nothing happened. Like, nothing happened. Like, we dropped the Mentos into the Coke and nothing happened. That was no, you dropped the Mentos in the Coke and then you forgot to screw the cap on and then you put it in your kid's backpack and now the kid has Mentos and Coke all over his pants and his backpack and it's on the and school bus. And he said, bus. what the F, Dad? And now Dad's <laughs> mad at him for saying, yeah, what the Exactly. F. And now you're not supposed to yell at Dad. You're not supposed to drop. <laughs> it's good, see? Who, who saw that coming? Who saw that I, coming no, in I, did, but, I didn't, but now, but we've, we, we're, we've podcasted and radioed so often now, we should be session musicians when it comes to this stuff. Anyway. Hey, great. So, so Lamar, I, the very yeah. simple p- part is, I still think, because our morning show, the Greg Hill Show, put out, I thought, a dumb poll this morning um, in the last few days when you can actually no. put out polls. No. Like, it was like, simple question, who's better? Or who would you rather have, Mac or Lamar? That's not the simple question. Because to get Lamar, I have to trade and invest $200 million. So the question is, do you want Mac Jones, who you drafted in the first round and is cost effective for the next couple of years, mm-hmm. or do you want to give up at least a first round pick? I know people are starting to say, would you give up a first round pick, Mac, in a trade? Like those would be your two things, maybe one other pick. Baltimore's not biting on that. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, suckers are born every day. 
the the freaking Atlanta Falcons took John o. Smith, Arthur Smith bit. So you never know who's going to bite in the end. I'm telling you, he's going to end up. Ha- he's not going to have a season commensurate to the contract he signed several years ago. John o. Smith will have a much better seat only just because that's all I can offer. And yes, I do extend this olive branch to the Atlanta Falcons on March 28th, three twenty-eight day, three twenty-eight. You're such a dink doofus. I'm such a, th- see, Ooh. there's still a shred of super fandom left. Not much, just Not a much. tiny bit. No kind of weak yeah. sauce right now. I'll be honest with you. You got weak I, sauce. going. I, on. I, I, you know, honestly, I'm just too damn tired. I, I'm just the tilt a whirl of my life. And Pat's, I mean, it's Belichick. He's got a pin on his gut. Robert Kraft mentioning Meek Mill. Is it Jerry, Judy? Oh, Lamar. Like, it's it's madness. It's like there's never a dull day, which is great from a content and analysis and talk show perspective. But every now and again, you do get Patriots Whipple will fatigue. See, I love it. I, I've, I'm reinvigorated by the last couple of days. I mean, and we'll get into what Bill had to say that reinvigorated oh, me in not a great way. Um, <laughs> but the the Robert thing with with... Lamar, I feel like it's a it's a comparison of desperation. Who's more desperate, the Patriots or Lamar? Uh, right now, I would argue that Lamar is more desperate. He is finding no That's one wants much. him. Yeah, like but, no I, one but why? Why does nobody how do how and why? It's beyond collusion now. I do not believe this has very much to do with Jimmy Haslam's idiotic contract that the Cleveland Browns signed Deshaun Watson to last year at the height of his infamy, if you will, which is just insulting in so many regards to so many players who deserve better. Uh, and then on top of it all, they uh, arranged the contract so that he only missed out on making like a million dollars last year for a certified POS who did. Okay, anyway, I, I, I think people are just afraid of committing to somebody they think is injury prone. It's almost like Lamar would have done. He see, he protected his assets last year himself mm-hmm. by not playing once he got injured. And I feel like if he came back for the final game of the year and or the playoff game, sure, he would have put himself potentially in harm's way or at risk. But he may have done getting that contract more of a service because he would have proved himself a tad more durable for somebody who's looking for in excess of one hundred and eighty million dollars guaranteed. Yeah, I think there are a lot of factors, but I still think the biggest is I think there are doubts in the NFL as to whether you win the Super Bowl with Lamar Jackson. Do you just become more exciting, fun? Good team. You can win on any given Sunday. But does Lamar Jackson make you the team that can win three games in a row in January and February against the best competition in the NFL? And I think there are doubts about that. And then you add in, oh, I got to give up first round picks to get him. Oh, I got to guarantee him $200 million. Oh, he's been dealing with some injuries. I think the one in three playoff record, that's damning. I mean, that's alarming to some people. And I and I don't know. And, and the... You know, that whole question of, do you have to change your whole offense? Like, mm-hmm. am I now making significant personnel changes around Lamar? Because certain pieces do or do not fit with his style of play. And I think you put that all together, and he's he's like a high-class NFL, uh, NBA player. Like, there's those players that are borderline top five to ten NBA players. Mm-hmm. But I think people look at him and say, will he get me 30? Probably. Will he get me 50 regular season wins? Probably. Will I get past the second round of the playoffs? Probably not. And I think that's Lamar. Maybe. You you might get past the second round of the you playoffs. Might. Because he's never really ha- – I, I think this Patriots team, at least the Patriots offense overall, believe it or not, if he were to come to the Patriots tomorrow, would potentially be the best set of skill players surrounding Lamar Jackson. He's never had a – he's thrown touchdown passes to Mark Andrews, Willie Sneed, 
Devin Duvernay, Nick Boyle. Like he's had a good offensive line and some good backs, many of which have been injury prone, more injury prone than LaMarvelous himself. He's a much better passer than people give him credit for. He's, he's, I think he's actually worked his passing game up pretty nicely. He throws a good football he's and fine. he's more, he's more accurate than people believe him to be. I think it is the, I think it is the draft capital because if he were just a straight up free agent right now, multiple teams would have bid on his services. The Colts, probably, but it's the whole package. The Detroit Lions, as Mike Reed says, in. it's the whole package. Like you don't get to pick and choose. Well, if he were a free agent, I'd take him. He's not right. Like I, you, mm -hmm. there will be draft pick comp. I mean, technically, he is a free agent. I should reword that. But there's draft pick compensation because of the franchise tag and/or a deal you'd have to do. So, bottom line, Fitzy. One-time mm -hmm. super fan, now lost soul in the world of Patriot Nation. Um, do you want Lamar? Uh, I will say words. Do I want him? This. Yes. At this, at that. Well, this is a perfect time for a commercial break on Six no, Rings. Football. I need oh, an yeah. answer. Do I want Lamar? Yes. Am I paying the price? No. That is... If I could come through this, I know, I know, I would rip no. your freaking yes. head off. Okay, yes, Jam yes, it down your throat. Yes, I will. You want to know why? You want to know why I'll say? You want to know why I'll say yes? Because as as much as I believe in Mac Jones, as much as I would love to see Mac Jones fulfill uh, what he began in 2021 and go beyond that, the excitement factor. See, just the same way you found your pilot light lit yesterday by the combination of Kraft's words and especially Bill's antics, as we'll as we'll phrase it or frame it. I would just love the, I just want to get back into like overexcited, unnecessarily confident, frenetic super fan mode, as opposed to like always trying to make things work. You know what? I just want someone to come home with really expensive groceries, as opposed to having to always like look through the cabinets in the fridge to whip together a gourmet meal based on a bunch of freezer burn leftovers. I would just love, you know what? Patriots have one of the top five, top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL. Lamar Jackson red throwback jerseys are selling at a rate fanatics can't even possibly keep up with. The Patriots have buzz. Now nobody knows who's going to win the AFC East because it's Rodgers versus Jackson versus the Miami offense versus Josh Allen. Like, I want an absolute battle royale. I want the entire AFC East to turn into an episode of Yellow Jackets. I have no idea who's going to survive. I have no idea which way it's going, but I love the excitement and the unpredictability of it. Right now, the Patriots are going to be a very like workmanlike proletariat 10 and seven at best in fourth place and likely third or fourth place. Even though no. Fourier continues to say they're going to finish in second place this year. Since when maybe we Fourier? We, we're not going to anymore. <laughs> we're not going to. We, we, by the way, I was even going to text him based off of his appearance, his, uh, the first day back with Gresh. He sounded all full of like vim, vim and vigor. He was opinionated and, and supercharged. I would like to think that's because of the energy last week, dear listeners, as we were not with you on the regular as much. That's because we were holding up Christian Fourier during the midday show because Andy Gresh was gone all week. So we charged up Fourier. So Middays and Christian, you're welcome. Audience, we apologize, but we're very happy to be back with you. Andy, before we before we wrap up our opening segment on the Lamar words, there's much more about what Robert Kraft said. Um, do A, do you want Lamar Jackson for the price that would have to be paid? And B, why do you think Robert Kraft said that when he could have just easily not told people about his famous rapper friend tweeting him and then dropping it in the lap of Bill Belichick. Because now if the Patriots finish eight and nine 
And Mac goes 27 touchdowns, 13 picks, and they're fine. And Bill O'Brien does everything he can to make lemonade out of the, you know, three-day-old lemons that is the talent he's working with. People are going to say, man, but Kraft said Belichick could have had him and he didn't want him. So why do you think he said that? Um, To inject, well, first of all, I think he's probably being honest. It's probably a text he had. I don't think he's making this up. I think this actually happened. Do I Um, tell you about every text message I get? No, please don't. I don't want to know your freaky fitzy world. Uh, I think Robert loves buzz. I think he likes buzz. Right. and He knew this would be buzzed. I think Robert sometimes likes to put people on the spot. And this puts Bill on the spot. I think there is an aspect of that. And you're right. In a way, Bill can't win here. I mean, I guess if he went and got Lamar and they win the Super Bowl or he sticks with Mac and Mac looks awesome, I guess Bill wins. But if he doesn't go get Lamar, which is probably the most likely, and Lamar looks good wherever he plays and your offense stinks, well, that's on Bill. And if he gets Lamar and you're just a mediocre team with Lamar, well, that's on Bill. That's why I pay him to make these tough decisions. I I just took a text from my friend who's a musician. I didn't mm-hmm. make him do anything. No, I just threw it out there. So I think it's a, it's a good spot for Robert to be in. There's buzz about the Patriots, mm-hmm. and he puts pressure on Bill Belichick, who I think Robert right now, is enjoying putting pressure on and that we'll get to more of that in Robert's comments uh, in the next segment. Yeah. I I think that was a, all right. I keep extending all of branches. I keep cutting slack to bill. I keep letting him do things his way. I'll let him do it again, but I also just want everyone to know that I did offer him the big red button, which was hit this. And you tell me that we need to pursue Lamar Jackson. And I will let you do that, which to me was an absolute jaw dropper. And that's why, the Patriots world and the football world itself all damn near set themselves on fire after that. Uh, All right. Yeah. I would take Lamar Jackson. I think everybody would love the buzz. Everybody would love to see how the experiment goes. They would, it would cost them a ton of money. That's not our money. I'm not worried about that. Wouldn't have to hear about the Patriots don't spend enough cash. The Pats don't spend enough money. It would cost them some first round draft picks, but I do think with the talent on this team right now, Lamar could compete at least for a playoff spot, if not make the AFC East extremely interesting. And oh, but the buzz, Mr. Kraft has coveted return to the stadium, a stadium that was a third empty on Christmas Eve last year would be back manifold. All right. We're moving along with six rings and football things. Give us a follow at six rings pod, subscribe, share, like review the whole shebang, the whole nine yards. Let us know how you feel. Tell us what you want us to talk about on the podcast. A long and very exciting offseason that has reinvigorated the two of us here on this pod continues. 